Welcome to the Connected Conversations podcast, your bridge between you and the life you love living. The Connected Conversations are designed to open and create new possibilities for you to move forwards in your life by unbecoming all what you're not and continue to discover and expand who you authentically are. I am your host, Martina Mazdova. So hello and welcome to the Connected Conversations. So I am so excited to welcome Vicky Rolf today into our show talking all about confidence and body confidence and creating confidence from within. And Vicky is a founder of the B Club, works with busy professionals who struggle with feeling confident in their body and adopting a healthy diet. She teaches them how to eat healthier, release unwanted weight, and gain confidence without counting calories or starving themselves. So, Vicky, thank you so much for joining us. And yes, thank you. Sounds, thank you for having me. Like a dream not to count calories and, <laughs> yes. and still create results. Tell us more about yourself and what exactly you do. How did you get into it? And I know you have like a nickname, Body Confidence Queen. Yes, throw it out there, (laughs) (laughs) which was giving to me. Actually, I didn't come up with it. Uh, People started calling me that way. And I said, "Okay, cool. I like it. Um, So I started this journey um, maybe five, six years ago um, when my mom was diagnosed with dementia. Uh, precisely Lewy body dementia for those um, out there who know what it is. It's a mix of Alzheimer's, Parkinson, and then there's hallucination included in in all of that. So um, the reason why I got into nutrition is because I was looking to save my mom. I was looking for ways to save my mom. So I got really interested in knowing I started talking to doctors. I even did a a summit, a show about, you know, foods that heal and all of that. And um, at the same time, at the same time, it was always a struggle for me um, to lose weight. I never felt confident in my body. Um, I had issue and I was always putting myself last. And when my mom got sick, it was a slap in the face for me because it was a wake up call that if I continue this way, I'm going to, I, well, maybe I'm going to end up, you know, like my mom and I love my mom. She was the most sweet person uh, that I know. But one thing that I know as well is that she didn't take care of herself like she should have everybody was first and she was last and I was on the same path. So all of that to say that when that diagnosis came, it was to save my mom and also to save myself. Right. And, um, I studied nutrition. I got certified as a nutritional therapist and also as a clinical weight loss practitioner. Uh, because what I discovered is that counting calories never work long term, starving yourself never works long term. Um, 
basically doing a fad diet never works long term. And what people are looking for, it's not necessarily to just release the weight, but it's also to gain the confidence in mm. their body. That's what they're looking for the most. And food is an important part of this process, but also there's other piece of the process that, that the fat diet out there, they don't address, they don't address it. And it has to do with everything in your environment and everything in your own body, inside your emotion, your thoughts and your behavior, right? Where it's coming from. So where, when I was able to release the weight and not put it, put it back. That's the key. And then I said, okay, I need to share this with the world, with the women out there, with the men's out there that are struggling. And they keep saying, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. And it doesn't work. And there's always something happening and they gain everything back and they're frustrated. But at the core of it is their body confidence that is lacking. Yeah, that's so powerful. So where do you, where do you even start? <laughs> it feels like such a big thing. Like where do you even start? If our listeners are here, like really intrigued, of course, go and work with you. Yes, mm -hmm. go and work with you. Go just, why would you not ask for support, right? You've been doing something, right. it has not been working and the insanity is doing the same thing again and again and again, getting the same results. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely the way. And where, if there is someone who just needs to kind of dip a toes a little bit and see they need a little bit more information and evidence and where, where would you suggest people start on this journey to really create lasting changes and create a confidence well, in whatever size? I would say... Is. 99% of my clients are tired of the fat diet and they're stuck in that cycle. Uh, and they have been stuck in that cycle for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. So it's not someone who's like, oh, suddenly gain weight and I need to lose it. It's someone that is in it <laughs> since yeah you know, years and they're trying and it's not working. And the first thing that I always say is you need to have awareness, awareness of what is happening in your life, awareness of what you're eating, awareness of what's happening around you. Because if you don't have the awareness, you don't know what to work on. Mm. Yes. Okay. You want to lose weight, but how much, how much food do you eat in a day? Don't know. Ah, well, that's a good place to start. Okay. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what's going on in your life that is triggering you? I don't know. Okay. Well, that's another good place to start. The cues are there and it's, it's obvious when you pay attention and just that awareness to start with will give you the confidence to keep going because mm -hmm. now you're not in, in the overwhelm anymore. You're not in the, in the cycle. You're not in the uh, tornado that is happening, the storm. And it's like, oh my God, everything is yeah. going to crap. You know, um, now you, you are aware. So you 
are in control. And that's the very, very, very first step is the awareness that is around your desire to release some weight. Mm. And notice that I am very, very careful with my words. I use release weight and not lose weight. And that's very important distinction mm. because when you lose something, you feel bad. You feel like somebody is rubbing you from something. You feel like, oh, I, I wanted this and now I lost it. So a lot of people are holding on unconsciously to their weight because of something that happened in the past and either they don't want to let go or either they want to protect themselves from it to happen again. Mm. It's a shield for most people. Their weight is a shield. And if you say losing weight unconsciously, you are afraid of losing that protection, that shield, right? But when you say release weight, just I say to you, release, like, ah, mm. it's calm, it's joyful, it's, it's a feeling of finally I got there. Yeah. So awareness is very important and awareness with your word awareness of how you speak the word that you choose is extremely important in the process as well mm, that is so powerful and this is like beautiful because i exactly wanted to go to this place where what have you seen around the emotions emotions and eating and holding weight so would you go a little deeper on on that emotional aspect, because what I see a lot is it's do the exercise, do the dieting, and there is nothing bare minimum. There is bare minimum in communicating the correlation of the inner state and holding on. Could you expand a little bit more on that? Yeah. Yeah. Food, food is a third of the story. It's one third of your weight journey, of your body confidence. It's only a third of it. It's important to understand what you need to eat and what to do around the food. But the other two third is what people don't focus on, what the fat diets out there don't focus on. I always say food is like the point of the iceberg, the tip of the mm -hmm. iceberg. And what you don't see under the water is the emotion, you know, is the, the internal environment that I call, which is your thoughts, your behavior, um, your past. And um, you have also the external environment and a lot, a lot of people don't take that into consideration. And that's a key piece because if you live in chaos, if your relationship goes to crap, if you hate the work that you do, all of this contributes to stress. And what stress does in your body is it releases hormones called cortisol, which is one of them. Cortisol is released when you're stressed and you go into 
um, the fight or flight mode. Mm. So what it does is your body wants to protect you. So it shuts down, it shuts down your digestive system and also your reproductive system. So if you're trying to get pregnant and it's not working, but the doctor said everything is good, look at the stress in your life because the key is probably there. But that's another topic. But coming back to weight, um, releasing weight, the external environment plays a big, a big, big role. So the stress, the stress now, it, it puts your body in a, fi a fight or flight state and it shuts down your big organs. So by doing that, first of all, your body doesn't absorb the nutrient that you should absorb when you eat. So you're a lack, you have a lack of nutrient. And also what it does is it, it takes the food that you eat and convert it into fat and store it in your body in case something happened mm -hmm. and you run out of you run out of food because your body thinks that you're in danger. So a lot of time we do the right thing with the eating, but the stress is so intense that instead of losing the weight, we are gaining weight and we're wondering what is happening. I do everything perfectly and nothing works. Mm. And that's where you need to focus. And that's the issue with the majority of diets that are out there. The diets that are out there are based on starvation. Caloric deficit. You eat less calories, so you lose weight, and that's it. And you do exercising to burn even more calories. It's not bad per se. I'm not saying that it's 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 crap that's not what i'm saying but there's a big element the two-third of the story that is not addressed and that's the issue yeah. and and what it does on a person is years of doing those diets and not amounting to any result lower their confidence completely and they don't think that they're able to release that weight they think that there's a problem with them and that's not the case it's just that that piece is not talked about enough yeah that is so powerful so thank you for being that voice Vicky <laughs> you're welcome thank you for being that voice and yeah saying what's not being said yes it is it is so important it's so crucial and I can see it everywhere around me in my family and this whole always the cycle always the cycle and feeling feeling lost feeling like what is the point mm -hmm. and knowing that I'm not really at my greatest knowing that oh it is impacting my health and energy and what I can do and really feeling good about yourself from within yes. but There, there was so much evidence of like, well, what is the point? I'm not able, right? I'm not able to do what is wrong with me. It never worked. Why would I try again? Yeah. And, and when someone comes to me to release weight, they have a number in mind. 
They say, oh, I want to release 25 pounds by this thing. And the question that I ask immediately after that is, are you attached to the number? Mm. What if you lose 24 pounds instead of 25? Will that make a difference? No. What if you lose 20 instead of 25? No. So it shows you that the, the person, we go with what we know. We go with what the society is teaching us is to focus on the number and that's it. Do what you have to do, exercise and eat less and you lose the weight. But at the end of the day, when you're not attached to the number, you can see that the issue, the underlying issue is not the, the number on the scale. And by the way, the number on the scale is so skewed that <laughs> you know, it's, it, your weight can fluctuate up to four pounds a day. And you can weight yourself in your living room and go in your room and weight yourself and your weight can be different just because of the, the place in your house mm-hmm. where it is. So the scale is not, is not the end all be all. Yeah. It's a tool to measure, but we are so obsessed with it that we only focus on this where there's so much more around it. So um, when what I see in, in my clients is when they start focusing on their thoughts, their behavior, what's going on in their life, their stress, their environment, the weight comes off and they don't pay attention to the number anymore because now all of a sudden, They feel great Mm. and they don't understand because yes, they're losing weight, but they're not at the weight that they determine that they will feel good at that weight. They're not there yet, but for some reason, they feel so great and so rejuvenated and they have so much energy and they're happy all of a sudden because I help my clients achieve that state. I help my clients release that stress as well it's not just about focusing on the food as i said it's a big part but i help them see again the awareness i help them see what's going on and then they go and they take care of it and they tell me wow i never felt so good in my body in years and yet i'm not 25 pounds lower I'm not yeah that's so powerful and I feel like there is a there's just like a life lesson opportunity this whole attachment to the results attachment to the outcome that and I'm I mean how we do one thing we do everything right so how I look at this that's how I'm gonna look at another problem the same way because I'm the same person right Mm -hmm. so it's just the same right wherever wherever in life I am like attached to do this is the way this is what it gets to look like this is the result and then not seeing me well what are the other possibilities actually how else it can happen and then when we open then we're like oh, wow I have actually already maybe created what I want but it just yes. looks very different to what I have imagined and maybe it's even better yes maybe it's even better it's so powerful well Vicky we're reaching kind of the end of the conversation so already 
I, I can't believe it, right? I know it's been, it's been it just time flew. But what is the like a last message? Like something we something you would like to leave the listeners with? Maybe you haven't talked about or reiterate. What I want everybody who's listening to this podcast to know is that you are the most important person in your life. And everything that you want to do, everything you want to achieve, everybody that you want to help, you will not be able to do it if you don't have your health. So your health should be the number one priority in your life because you matter. Amen. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you've got a gift for our listeners, which will be attaching the show notes and they can download it. So tell us a little bit more about what it is. Yes. It's called the four pillars of a healthy meal, because um, as I said, food is a big part of it. And when you want to get started and you don't know where to get started, it may be a little um, overwhelming to go with the inner work. So what I want to offer the listener is the four pillar of a healthy meal is how to um, put your meals together to make sure that you have all the elements that is required to a healthy plate, um, either to release some weight or just to learn how to eat healthy. And this is not a meal plan. It's really just a guideline. So you can do with everything that is in your own house. So I give some example of what I'm talking about. And you can go in your own pantry and find the element and just put a meal together that's going to be healthy and sustainable for you. I love it. And that sounds something I need myself <laughs> definitely to implement to yeah so that is super supportive and there is one more thing actually I would love to mention is that you have a cookbook yes you have a creative cookbook and would you like to tell us a bit more about it yes this cookbook was fun to put together um it's called what to eat when you don't feel like cooking and you can find it on amazon worldwide just type vicky rolf or what to eat when you don't feel like cooking. And this book is my biography at the same time as recipes. But what is fun about this cookbook is um, recipes that don't take a lot of time. They don't take expensive ingredient or ingredient that you're going to go and buy a bunch of and you don't know (laughs) what to do with. It's all using ingredient that most people have in their own home and it's literally the name came because one of my clients was reaching out to me every single month and she she was asking me I I don't feel like cooking what do I eat I don't feel like cooking and I said you know what I'm gonna put a cookbook together and that's gonna be the title and just for you (laughs) because because I feel like she is not the only one in that in that position. Um, so so that's what the book is about. It explains as well 
uh, when you eat something, it raises your blood sugar level um, to certain variation, and that also affects your ability to release some weight. So all recipes are identified to, does it raise your blood sugar high, medium, or low? So uh, it's good for diabetic as well, um, because they'll be able to follow the guideline and find what to eat in the book as well. Mm. So it's a, it's a book, easy, easy recipes. My niece is 10 years old and she's doing the recipes on her own. So it's, <laughs> it's not a complicated uh, book and it's fun. There's image of my kids in there and um, yeah, a fun, a fun book to have. Thank you. Sounds great. Yeah. Like your niece is a great yeah. promoter to it. Like it was like, if she can, yes. she can do it. Yes. And I, I use the book all the time. Some, some nights, I don't know what to eat. And I, oh, I don't know. I don't feel like it. And I just yeah. get my book. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this recipe and I do it. So <laughs> I use my own book. That's great. I love it. Well, Vicky, thank you so much. Thank you so much for You're your welcome. time, your wisdom, everything that you do for the world and in the world. And I'll speak to you soon. Yes. Thank you so much. If you like this episode and would like more of this with more interaction, I would love to invite you to join our free private Facebook community, Embody the Unapologetic You, which is all about putting the masks down and really connecting to yourself, going on a deep discovery of who it is that you truly are and more of these trainings and information are happening inside there where I can go and interact with you and support you and you can build relationships and build your own community with like-minded people. So click the link below or join us on Facebook and the Unapologetic You community for more. And let's grow together.